0: Hello and welcome to Absolute Bedlam Podcast. I'm your host Ben and I've got Sam Ballet with me this evening. Hello Sam, how are you?
1: Hello, good evening. Not bad, yourself?
0: Yeah, not bad. Thanks, mate. Good. Um, I kind of want to start with the fact that we're in lockdown, but I also don't want to get too carried away, so I'm probably going to be, you
1: Because
0: okay. this probably will turn into a rant if anyone's uh, ever met me in real life mm. um, so do you want to introduce yourself Sam because I'm not very good at that sort of stuff
1: yeah well you know my name already um, I am a aspiring musician and weekday warrior um, <laughs> yeah I've got I've got a couple of things on the go like my main band at the moment is a death metal uh, outfit called um, you I think we've shared a stage before and we've done many, many years ago yeah many years ago as well um yeah. and I've got like my own stuff going on uh, which is kind of my own passion project which is just more music that I love personally which hopefully lockdown will give me plenty of time to do and put out um yeah. and I've got another like more traditional old school death metal thing as well kind of in the in the vein of like morbid angels uh on the wow. side but uh yeah that's me I'm just a giant bass player trying to play guitar and I shout down a microphone and people seem to enjoy it so yeah
0: that's it. That's it. Um, I took a bit from your Instagram bio, um, hmm. which was mainly family man, geek. Uh, yep. Was it a towel flannel? Or I, I, I obviously <laughs> don't know anything <laughs> like, about fashion, like,
1: mate. Like flannel shirts. Like flannel you know, shirt, the whole like yes. lumberjack chic. Yeah,
0: flannel shirt enthusiast. I think was your
1: yeah description.
0: Yeah. Um, and something else as well. I can't remember what it was now. It's probably some sort of pop culture reference.
1: Yeah, more <laughs> than likely it was probably something nerdy or geeky, yeah. you know. Um, so how are we gonna start this?
0: So we're obviously gonna have to address the elephant in the room, as I've discussed, mm. which is the mm-hmm. fact that we're now in lockdown again.
1: So, yeah, uh, round two.
0: So I think we're more prepared this time. Um Yeah, oh for sure. It should be a month.
1: But Should. that
0: further's been extended till March doesn't really hold out much hope that it's actually just going to be a month.
1: Yeah, it look, looks a bit suspect, doesn't it? It does, it does. look a bit sus.
0: It does. <laughs> nice, nice reference to Among Us.
1: No, mm. oh, yeah, man. Like <laughs> I've, I've not got on it, but I'm like a big fan okay. of like watching, watching stop. other people play it. I can't stop watching uh, the Sidemen play it. They're so funny. Oh, I've not checked them out yet. Yeah, I watch um I don't th- I think like various people from like the Misfits yeah. have like played it and like, I'm a big fan of like gaming, YouTube. Yeah, I've always same. aspired to do it myself, but like never actually like taken the plunge into like, you know, investing in all the gear and stuff to record in that. I'm absolutely with you
0: one hundred percent on that exact same circumstance.
1: Mm. We should start it's with
0: just... gaming channel, mate.
1: Oh, we could, we could, we could. I know like I have friends that have like started it, and yeah. some that have had like excellent like success and yeah. like there's there's local stories of people that have done really well and do it full time, which cool. is which is really cool.
0: Yeah, that's nice to know that you can do it if you push hard enough.
1: Mm, it's, it's definitely something you've got to love i think there's a yeah. lot of work that goes into it before you can start to yeah. look at it as more of like a full-time vocation
0: yeah turning your hobby into a full-time job is always a challenging sort of battle of the mind really that mm. you still want to enjoy playing games outside of your youtube channel but sometimes mm. it's just quite hard to sort of separate the fact that that's your job from
1: yeah that's, that's yeah. I don't know like I think about like music being a full-time job yeah. for me and I like I wonder if it was like a full-time job mm-hmm. and it was like every hour of the day granted yeah it'd be like it be a job that I love but would it like somewhat take the shine off of it I don't know yeah it's, it's one of those things I don't think until you experience it you'll never properly know
0: I think you've really got to throw yourself into it and see what happens mm. and it's always nice to have a plan b to e as well
1: mm-hmm. um but mm.
0: yeah so I've got a few things written down. Um okay. can nicely move from Among Us into video games. Yes. Uh so what are your top three video games and why?
1: Oh man, can I can I change it to video game franchises? Yeah, or is yeah, that yeah. stretching it? Yeah, so like in in no particular order, because each of them have like a special place in my heart is gonna be Dark Souls or the just the Souls franchise in general, yeah. anything that from software put out generally i love just i love punishing myself with those <laughs> games i think they're brilliant and the the story and stuff like how well written they are it's just their world building is yeah. on another level i love that and in a similar vein to like world building and stuff is destiny the destiny franchise is like a love-hate relationship it is a grind yeah an absolute grind uh but like i love it i keep i keep coming back to it and and always do like to the point where like it's me being a nerd again i've like bought books on like the lore and everything and like fully look into it and just yeah just i'd love the the world and the and and the story they're telling that as well as the gameplay but the third one i'm not too sure those are pretty pretty much dominated my life um yeah and it's like call of duty as well it sounds like kind of like a go-to yeah, And a that's... lot of people will probably sigh, but, like, I have fond memories. It's just a social game. Like, you play yeah. it with your friends and stuff and you have a good time. It doesn't really matter about the game you're playing, but it just seems to be the place where, like, I congregate with everyone. Yeah. So it's it definitely holds a place in my heart as well.
0: I think um, Call of Duty and FIFA are kind of the same sort of thing, where you kind of just play the game mm. without even realising that you're playing a game. Um, yeah. sort of builds a community around it and, you know... Oh, is Luke going to be on tonight? Oh, is Jim going to be on tonight? Oh, is Sam going to be on tonight? Yeah, yeah. And it's just about catching up really through a game, which I think is quite a powerful
1: sort of thing. Oh, for sure. Like, it's Mm. like I see memes popping up of like, I can't remember the level of it, but it's like Modern Warfare 2, like the boat level. It's just like you see the picture and it just brings back memories of coming back from school and all your mates being on and it just being like just the best time. It was so good. I wasted, I, saw, um, I wasted far too many time, far too much yeah. of my time just playing video games.
0: I saw one recently. It was Biden and Trump playing the Rust level, <laughs>
1: and it's just
0: that that brown pipe that you see go up. Yeah, you, you just go straight back to that. It's kind of like the um, you see Cloud from Final Fantasy VII. You see him with his mm. Buster Sword, and he's facing yeah. uh, Midgar.
1: yeah
0: exactly what that thing is don't you it's just
1: yeah yeah for sure for sure speaking of biden and trump though your thoughts on everything
0: i love it mate i can't stop watching it i'm actually addicted
1: it's i I keep talking about it like because we have the news on in the background at work i'm still working through the lockdown it's like um yeah it's it's, yeah i wouldn't necessarily class myself as as essential but it's a business the government deems can be open so we're open um but we have the i digress we have we have the news on in the background and it's literally like you don't need reality tv like yeah like a made-up program it's it's there it's just playing itself out and like like i've not looked into their positions per se like in their policies and everything but I want Biden to win based on just the fallout that will ensue, yeah. and just to see what chaos happens yeah like I mean it's been chaotic already with people like storming into like counting offices and stuff, but man yeah. it's it's out of this world. You couldn't write some of it
0: No, I feel that it's very fitting with the whole year that this twenty twenty business has been really mm. Um, mm. I think if if Trump wins, they'll probably be people out in the street not really caring about the two meter rule than the rule of six and all that stuff that we've got over here oh Um, yeah it it's the same with like black lives matter which i won't Mm. go too much because i'm not very educated on the the situation Mm. but um yeah it's it's a funny time i i I want biden to win as well just because Mm. um, I, i just can't stop watching that that number climb to 270
1: there's something about it, isn't it, just seeing things progress like that, and it just gets yeah. tense and like reach the climax and the peak of it all.
0: Yeah, and certain states are Republican, certain states are Democrat, and some of them are flipped this year.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: I just love it. I don't know what it is. <laughs> the and drama. Are like, Why are you bothered? And I'm like, well, essentially, the president of the United States is arguably one of the most powerful people on the planet,
1: leader of the free world, and all Eventually, that jazz
0: eventually something's going to happen mm. it's going to affect the uk um
1: mm.
0: he's the commander in chief he can launch nukes he can pretty much within reason as long as he's got his advisors giving him the green light then he can kind of do as as you've seen like you know if you go on mm. his, you go on donald trump's twitter you, you can say whatever he wants oh
1: yeah he's, 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 he's got no filter
0: he'll get reprimanded and he'll get impeached and he'll get you know, shut down. I think mm. Twitter de platformed him for a bit. But yeah, he can uh, do whatever he wants, really.
1: Yeah, I mean, freedom of speech and all that kind of stuff. He's free to say what he wants. But yeah. sometimes you think there's got to be people on his mm. team that are just like, man, I wish you hadn't have said that. <laughs> or just like, or just head in their hands, just like, yeah. Donald, come on, man.
0: Yeah, I told but... you to meditate before you went out and addressed
1: <laughs> the nation. Yeah, take a couple deep breaths and then yeah. go to Twitter.
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's meant to yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know if I want to go into my three favourite video games, shall I?
1: Yeah, go on. Yeah, I wanna hear it.
0: I was uh I'm gonna probably do like a proper video game podcast at some point. I'm so, probably gonna okay. have a few people on it.
1: Yeah, yeah. I've
0: only ever done like one person, one guest, one host sort of thing. Mm. And I kinda wanna give something else a go, really. So that could be a good one. Yeah, um, for sure. My top three are Legend of Zelda, Ocarina of Time. mm um what are my other two i I'd probably say super mario 64 right um you'll notice a theme of these Uh, yeah
1: nintendo this was like something you grabbed onto when you were quite young i guess n64 all the way yeah i see i missed that i was never a nintendo guy never had one
0: i think my third one's
1: probably pokemon
0: snap pokemon snap really they're doing another one
1: Wildcards. I wouldn't wouldn't have expected.
0: I can't stop taking photos of Pikachu,
1: mate. Just, <laughs>
0: something about him. He's, he's yeah, beautiful. Or was... she? He or she.
1: Not sure. Oh yeah.
0: I think you can tell from the tail, because I still play Pokemon Go.
1: Ah, okay.
0: I haven't actually announced that yet. That's that's like a sort of coming out of the closet moment right there.
1: Oh, is it? <laughs> it's
0: out now. Female Pikachu has a heart-shaped tail. Ah. Whereas male Pikachu has a lightning. Bolt shaped tail.
1: Ah, right. Okay. So traditional, like TV series, is is male then. Yep. Ah, Okay.
0: So yeah. um, Pokemon Snap. I love Diddy Kong Racing though as well.
1: Mm. I I always like like I I ever like I never like I said had a like a Nintendo console, but I played played them when I was around friends' houses. I could never get used to like the N sixty four controller. It was always like really foreign.
0: See, I love the N64 controller, but I hated the GameCube controller. And they're kind of cut with the same cloth, really. It's it's odd that I was so in love with one and I hated the other.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah. Um, Yeah, the the trigger was on the back, which I really liked. Like, in the centre on the back.
1: Yeah, that's what I couldn't grasp. Like, I wanted to hold it like a PlayStation controller. Like, on either side, but you had to have, like... One hand on the right part, and then like your rubber hand on the middle and stuff. And, yeah, just it threw me as a kid.
0: I was talking to someone at work about the N64, and it was um when GoldenEye came out.
1: Oh man, the the amount of friends that were lost over that game, Jesus. Because
0: uh, rest in peace, Sean Connery.
1: Oh yeah, rest in peace, Sean. We, were, Sean. we were
0: talking about GoldenEye, and I was just like, that was the probably one of the most Sort of recognized and understood first-person shooters ever.
1: Mm. It's it's set a lot of standards, I think.
0: Your face was essentially a gun. Yeah, that was it. <laughs> you you had your arms and you had your body armor and your health on your HUD or whatever it's called. HUD.
1: HUD. Yeah. Uh, um,
0: what else do I like? Um, what other games are worth a
1: mention? Anything not Nintendo?
0: like that was. Um Final Fantasy 7
1: yeah well that's is classic isn't it
0: but I had to really watch my uh, volume on that TV when I turned the Playstation 1 on in the morning because I, I don't <laughs> know if you remember that noise
1: yeah, oh yeah I remember that noise
0: it sounds like your whole house is about to lift off the ground
1: oh for sure it sounds like glass breaking that game though, like spoilers for anyone that's not played it I mean oh. you should have you should have played it by now but when oh, Aerith yeah. got like you know Sephirov came down and did his thing. That like that that shook me as a kid for yeah. sure. Yeah,
0: that was a really weird moment. I, I thought we were gonna get a back or we were I I don't know, it just it felt like a very sort of Game of Thrones way of doing something mm. really.
1: It was um, weird because I think that game was like it set so many standards, and I think it was the first game I played where I was actually just like, man, this soundtrack like every area and like all the individual parts and stuff was like insane. I think off the the back of it, that would probably be another like, that would be like a top five franchise, I think, like Final Fantasy. I played a lot of those as well. Yeah, Yeah. like anything past 10, I kind of lost the way with a little bit. Like 10 was like the last great one, I think, for me.
0: Yeah. No, I agree. I just love the way it was so brutal. Like you, you got out of Midgar, you bumped into the Midgar Zollum, which was this massive snake. And mm-hmm. you
1: were just get your
0: ass kicked. And you were like, hmm, how am I going to get past this?
1: And <laughs> no, that, that was, was great.
0: The answer was either grind like an absolute mother or get mm. a Jacobo and run past it.
1: I think I did the Jacobo option after like yeah. banging my head against a brick wall for a while. And then you go into a cave which has even more
0: brutal things that stick to you and take all your health.
1: Yeah, it was good. This this game is not letting up on me. I Um, I think that's probably what started me off on the trail of liking games like Dark Souls so much.
0: Yeah, I think so. There was one boss um, in Final Fantasy. I can't remember where it was. I don't want to get the names wrong because I know that people hate stuff like that. (laughs) Um, It was a boss called the Materia Keeper and it was this massive scorpion.
1: And right. that
0: was, like, all of my characters, like, Red 13. Um Who else did I have? I had Cloud, obviously. It might have been um, Tifa. Right. And I'd got them all to, like, a really decent level, and I was putting, like, time and, like, genuine strategy into this game where, like, I was getting them all ready so they all had their limit breaks ready to go before fighting this Materia Keeper. Yeah. And I just managed to scrape through and I was just like, Oh my god, that feels so good. that like, I haven't just been absolutely decimated by this huge like beast of a creature, but I just love the boss music.
1: Oh man, and like like I said, like every single one having like its own like theme yeah. and stuff just gave it like that character and like yeah. some of them were like really dark and stuff, and like the music was really foreboding it, it just helped build that kind of intensity yeah. over a long fight
0: and the first time you meet Sephiroth, the music changes
1: and it's just like oh i can hear it in my head already
0: <laughs> it was really ahead of its time wasn't it yeah
1: for sure and like you can see why so many people i mean like uh misha Mansour from periphery is like a massive fan yeah. and you can you can hear the influences in like the music he writes he was obviously yeah. like a big fan of those soundtracks and i think it like it caught on to, like a lot of people musically
0: yeah definitely mm. he did a project called bulb didn't he mm-hmm. That was quite sort of orchestral, sort of video gamey, yeah. instrumental.
1: Song. I think he may have even covered a couple of Final Fantasy songs, might have been ones from yeah. Final Fantasy VII at some point. Um,
0: yeah. Oh, the music for Geneva as well. Mm. That was a weird moment. Oh, for sure. Massive white thing that you, you weren't sure if it was going to kill you or hug you.
1: <laughs> I think I ended up buying, like, because like, I, I went for a period of being like obsessed with piano music. Like I just loved the piano, and they did all of the. I think they did. I think they did most of them from the very start up to ten or maybe twelve. They did them all as like a piano score. They did all yeah. like piano versions of them. I meant like I remember going on Amazon and eBay and just like hunting them all down and just yeah. trying to get them. I was like fascinated with them, but uh, yeah, no, I loved it.
0: There's quite a lot of little things to Final Fantasy VII as well. Like at the Cosmo Canyon where you meet Redford. So yeah, you could. Um... Kill the undead boss by throwing a phoenix down at him.
1: Ah, oh, could you?
0: Because because he was a zombie, essentially. Ah. So you life.
1: I didn't even know you could throw like healing it's items like, at other. A... Yeah, you can. Wow.
0: And I always why I was like, why can you? Because you could throw grenades and stuff. Yeah. And you could go through your item repertoire and find stuff. And I was like, hmm. And I found that out, and I was like, wow. I wish I'd uh, man, thrown, I, wish I'd thrown Aerith or Phoenix.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love stuff like that. It's like, did you ever play the yeah. Metal Gear Solid games?
0: Yeah, oh, uh, like
1: absolutely. when you you go up against like Psychomantis and it starts getting Psycho real Mantis. trippy, and you've got to like change your controller port because he's like he's reading what you're like you're doing and stuff like weird yeah. things in games exactly. like that, and like thinking, oh, if you throw like a revival thing at a zombie, it's gonna like kill him and stuff. Like I love stuff like that
0: genuine like innovative like interactive ways of playing a game that is probably quite a linear experience mm. really
1: you always find that from like i find like japanese based studios Yeah, they always seem to put that innovation into something that would have always be quite like uh like a, a simple idea there's just little touches yeah. that not sometimes innovate but not necessarily innovate they just give it that twist that uniqueness that you remember yeah well, um, what Metal Gear Solid was your favourite? Uh, probably two. I know that was controversial because I had in it and a lot of people didn't like the fact that it was like you were expecting to be Snake and then Ryden appears and you're like, oh, okay. But uh, something about that one stuck with me, I think. Again, I think it was like the uniqueness of like the bosses... Um, and like the story behind it and like when it starts to get weird at the end where your like your calm thing starts to go all weird with the general and yeah, that yeah. that game was like I think I think two was probably the best. Snake Eat was good, but I think two was the was my favourite. Was um was that called Sons of Liberty? Yeah, I think yeah. So yeah, Sons of Liberty, because then there was yeah. Guns of the Patriots and stuff as well. I can't I forget, they've all got weird names.
0: Yeah, that was it um, I remember on number two, you could hide in boxes, yep, and I remember that you could upgrade your grip meter, yep, and I can remember slipping on seagull poo
1: yeah, it just like so, yeah. I think there was bits where you could take pictures of like if you opened the lockers on like the oil rigs and stuff, there was like pin up girls yeah. and stuff, and you could take pictures of them yeah. and send them to Otacon yeah. and you would get like progressively more and more embarrassed with you, like as the game went on, it was brilliant.
0: Oh right, okay. I really like that about Snake Eater, where you could eat different mm. food and mushrooms and stuff, mm. and you'd get like a guy that you could talk to, and he would be like, "Oh wow!" And um, you could eat like mushrooms over and over and over, and it would recharge your batteries on like your torch and stuff.
1: Right, okay.
0: And it's just like, how does this even like? How do people even find these things out? They're so oh, there was was
1: one similar to the Final Fantasy boss killer thing. There was one in, I think it was Snake. There was the old guy, really old dude who was the sniper. You in the first cutscene, you see of him. You can actually shoot him because they leave him outside napping in his wheelchair, and you can kill him there, and you skip the whole boss fight.
0: Yeah. And you can also uh put your PlayStation, I think it was a week ahead Oh yeah, these guys of
1: old age, mm-hmm. don't
0: <laughs> That was a hard boss fight, yeah. by the way. That legit, that was hard because you'd see the glim- like the glimmer of his sniper rifle.
1: But it's always too late.
0: Oh my god. Yeah. That that game was so good. And I think there were like frogs that you could shoot.
1: Yeah, the like little like, okay, like, but, like little mascot type things, like little toys
0: there were hot pursuit moments where you do like a car chase on like a motorbike and you'd be with a girl. And I think you were in the sidecar and you would see a frog and it would pass you by and you'd be like, Oh my God, Mm. because one of the things I think you got an infinite ammo bandana. If you managed to kill all the frogs. But yeah, you've got like such a small window of opportunity sometimes to shoot that frog. Uh, back in the days
1: of like saving and like reloading a file,
0: yeah, and it would alert the guards as well, so you had to do it in a strategic mm. way. But I like the fact that that game you could just go in all guns blazing and just kill everyone. Yeah,
1: yeah, you could like, if, or I think
0: you know, or you could do it properly. Yeah,
1: I mean on the on the easier modes, sure. Yeah, but like, yeah. If, did you try doing it on the harder modes and doing it like all guns blazing? What's it Seems like near impossible.
0: Was that European extreme? Something,
1: something like, like that. that yeah. You had like no ammo, nothing at all. Like you had, you had yeah. to play it stealthy and as if you were like, snake, like, yeah,
0: CQC or whatever. Yeah, CQC
1: called. close quarters combat.
0: Yeah, there we go. Got a really good long term memory. It's a bit of a curse, really. So when I it comes
1: I to games, yeah. When it comes to anything else, I'm terrible.
0: Yeah. All right. Let's uh, move on. So. You're in three bands, is that right? Yeah, well,
1: two bands and then one kind of like self self project, which is just yeah, just me on my own.
0: Yeah. So, you've toured a lot with. Is it Perdician or my? Yeah,
1: yeah, that's right. Oh we've we've had so many people pronounce it wrong. We've been called Poseidon, Perdician, yeah. like any variation yeah. of it. It's yeah, it's it's not an easy one, but it looks cool on t-shirts, so we roll with it. Yeah.
0: I used to be in a band called. Desert Rose and the amount of times I'd see our name on a billboard or like a sign outside a pub or something like that. Uh, and it would be Desert Rose. And yeah, that oh, that's fun. killer. And, and then we, see, we met through Fisher of Riddles and people would call it Fissure of Riddles. Yeah. It's it's like they'd spell Riddles with one D and I'd just be like, What are you doing? <laughs> but I'd
1: love I'd love it to be dessert like a, I'd love dessert rose to be a thing. Just on like Halloween you do it as dessert rose, but just all wear like fat suits. Yeah. That'd yeah. be brilliant.
0: Desert Rose. Desert Rose was a um Final Fantasy 7 nod by the oh, way. Because right? I think you get you get that when you kill Ruby Weapon, which is that massive oh, the red. red one. Thing yeah, of
1: course. Yeah, okay. Brutal. Yeah. Um
0: so best gig you've ever played.
1: Oh, best gig. Best gig we've ever played. I think for the overall experience was probably we played a gig in Bedford. Um which was, it wasn't the most popular gig, it wasn't, like, rammed, it wasn't full, it wasn't, like, crazy busy, but it was just the first instance of, I think, me feeling like, oh, man, like, uh, this is actually what it's like to go around and gig as a band. Like, we turned up, and the guy, like, the guy who was, like, putting on the show was like, hey, like, how are you doing? Like, you guys hungry? Like, took us us round to get food. Like, we actually had, like, a rider, we got given beers, and we actually got paid for it as well, which was... Oh my God. which was brilliant i mean you know like you'll be lucky to get like fuel money that's, sometimes um that's
0: the hatch yeah right yeah the holy really well.
1: triumphant so that was like for the whole experience yeah. and we actually played like a good set as well which was which is really good fun yeah but i think in terms of actually like uh like actually playing the show it was probably the final yes. for me of metal to the masses that was like yeah. we were on a big stage, we had a good back line, there was like a big audience there and like the vibe was really good. Like when when the audience is vibing and having a really good time and moving and energetic, it just makes you it just makes you play better and just put on a better show, I feel it's yeah it's, it's just, hard to summon the energy to a dead crowd.
0: Yeah, absolutely.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah, that's a nice feeling when you're sort of getting it back mm. and you're you're giving it out yeah. at the same Reciprocated, time. Reciprocated. Yeah. Like Things flow quite nicely then, don't mm, they? For
1: sure, for sure.
0: It makes, you, like you say, it makes you want to play better and not
1: like mm.
0: mess up and
1: jump yeah. around. I and... mean, don't get me wrong. Like I like, I like yeah. a gig's a gig. I like playing shows. I like playing live yeah. to an audience. Like you know, rain yeah. or shine or whatever. It's it's always it's always good fun. It's it's what I enjoy. Um, that yeah. that for me is what the band experience is like. I like putting our music and doing the studio thing, but playing the shows is is what what I do it for. That's the fun part.
0: Yeah, yeah. I think everyone's got their preferred sort of. This is the best bit of being in a band. Mm. But yeah, it's it's interesting to hear like other people's um sort of thoughts. I've I've heard some people say that you know when they're on tour they genuinely get excited about going to different service stations.
1: <laughs> yeah, I can imagine if you if you're stuck on the road for like weeks and months on end, then yeah, like service station is just like that light at the end of the tunnel where it's just like ah, sustenance, comfort, you know.
0: Yeah. yeah. Oh, God, oh yeah. God!
1: Bread. Give me all the breads.
0: <laughs> so on the back of your best mm. gigs, we're going to have to go a bit dark here and say what's the worst gig you? have Oh ever man, played?
1: there's been a couple. There's there's been <laughs> there has been a couple. We uh, yeah. I'll try and keep it as ambiguous as possible because we're always grateful for being important the shows and I don't seem like it's like I'm being ungrateful for having these gigs, but that's fair enough. But um, yeah, what was? what was the most recent one? I'm trying to think. There was one where we went, we traveled ages for it. Like it was probably a good three hours each way. And we got there and it was like in, in like a loft space. And we turned up and there was like a projector on behind the stage and it just had memes on it. And we're like, okay, it's uh you know, it's it's a it's a niche niche display, we'll roll with it. Anyway, we, we get there, we set up and stuff, and it's just it's just us and the other bands. There's there's no one else in the audience, it's yeah. just us playing to each other. But I think it was just yeah. we got there, the guy that was running the yeah. show was absent for the entire time. Um and oh, okay. we kind of took on organizing it and like making it flow and happen. And it was just it, just, it just wasn't a good time. We were tired. We didn't want to, like, we didn't want to play. We turned up and could immediately just sense that it was nah. a bad time. It was just a, nope, it was just a hard pass and just no power there. But there's there's not been an like, I can't think recently if there's been any really bad ones. I mean, there's plenty of shows where there's, like, there's not many people. You just play to the other bands and their girlfriends. Um, but, yeah. uh yeah, that was that was probably the worst. That was the one with the most immediate kind of like, oh, this this ain't gonna be good. This is this is gonna drag a bit. But yeah, yeah. There's, there's been nothing that's oh, one of the best ones. We we played at um we played at Weymouth in Finns. I'm sure you're very familiar with Finns. And we I can't remember the name of the band, but we were playing with this band and they were doing some Cannibal Corpse covers and some other stuff. And we. We invited some friends along. They were like, oh, we want to come and see you play and stuff. And we're like, yeah, sure, sure. So they came along and um, they're really keen to see us and stuff. And the band that was on first, this dude was just wearing a thong. Just a thong. We, You know, didn't have oh, didn't have gosh, much else going honey, on. And this song was obviously made for the ergonomics of, you know, the female form. So it's not made to contain the various yeah. parts of a man. And he would like, he would jump about on stage and his bollocks would literally just like, boop, just there they are. (laughs) They would just just fly out. And he would hastily between songs try and like, you know, pack them back in and make sure they're secure. All the while, like the people that have come to see us play are like looking at us like, what the hell have you brought us to? Like, what is this? We've seen more bollocks than we ever wanted to see in our lifetime right now. Oh man, that was great. I was just laughing. I was just having a good time. I thought that was brilliant. It's always a good time to play Finn. Yeah.
0: Yeah, it's always a mixed bag mm. there. it's uh it's always a mm. laugh
1: though. Like. I can't say I've had a bad show. Like there's been there's been quiet shows. It's always hard to like vibe People with. Yeah, it. yeah. I think it's got a good it's got a good yeah, atmosphere it. and like um returning kind of clientele that enjoy that kind of music or our kind of music at least. Yeah. They're very loyal. Yeah, for sure. A lot of stuff's come I feel like a lot they, of stuff's come out of there and a lot of good bands have passed through. So it's it's got some kind of like uh, like rep, I suppose.
0: Yeah, they've they've got a good name for themselves, mm. really. Mm. Um, they do. They used to do a lot of tribute bands, like High on Me, <laughs> yeah, Beast,
1: or
0: I yeah, don't, you yeah, know, yeah. what I mean, like those ACDC or ACBBs. I oh, think no, it was standard.
1: Yeah. What? What? To be fair, one yeah. tribute band that did play there that was probably one of our, my favorite gigs at Fins was when Not Slip played there the Slipknot cover band, that was, they, they nailed it. They were so good. They were like, I think Adam, our guitarist, he was saying to me, he's like, he's seen Slipknot and like, they were like just as good, like the energy and the vibe and everything. Fins is, isn't big and it was just chaos. It was so much fun.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I think, um, the Jilted Generation played that as well, which was a prodigy tribute band. And I think them and not slip used to sort of go around Mm. together. Um, kind of two sides of the same yeah well really. so it's kind um, of like a download
1: pairing isn't it i suppose you kind of go and see that those two yeah. are playing it's like, oh, it's like a festival almost
0: i like i think if if you don't like slipknot fair enough but you probably will like the prodigy or vice versa yeah they're like a they're like a crossover so they've, they've aren't they? a, yeah they've got a bit of a recognized audience for either side of whichever side you want to be mm. on sort of thing but yeah, no, that's cool. I'm I'm glad that you um you tried to turn your worst gig ever into a positive low because I think when you do stuff like that, especially for how many years that mm. you've been doing it, it really does show what yeah, you're made of. Because sure. there's a lot of people out there that go, What on earth is this yeah. all about? Like why are we showing up to these gigs and you know putting two full tanks of fuel into mm. my car? I mean, you know, there's there was a, there was a thing that I learned a couple hmm. of years ago, which was I'll put five thousand pounds worth of music gear into a five hundred pound car to get yeah 50 legit. Quid. And you'll
1: be lucky to get that fifty quid out of the time. Yeah, Do you know what I mean? Like, it's so, sorry, sorry, you yeah, were yeah, it's say just something. it's just a passion thing, and like, I mean, it, it yeah. was at the time when we yeah. we were a larger unit, so we were like hiring vans and stuff to like play gigs of like that distance and stuff and like the, the cost like soon adds up which kind of like again like we're not like not that i'm grateful for like playing gigs at all but we have like moderated like what we were going to play like we kind of got a sense for these ones because we we've had a few other gigs like that where it's like oh yeah we would like you to play this gig kind of thing oh yeah cool and then we check out the venue and check out um what's gone on there previously and we're just like yeah, this is a bit again this is a bit sus like it doesn't seem like it doesn't seem yeah. legit kind of thing not saying that we're yeah. expecting to go yeah. to a gig and like pull a crowd and stuff and like uh all that kind of stuff and ex- expect there to be loads of people but you can tell when it's going to be just a a bands and their girlfriends kind of thing, and when you start yeah, to definitely. do them more often than the than the other kind of gigs, it's, you have to start kind of saying, okay, thanks, but you know, maybe another time, kind of thing.
0: Yeah, and I think there's nothing wrong mm. with that, really.
1: You've got to measure up
0: the pros and cons, and unfortunately, like, I think when you're on tour, it's a bit more yeah. forgiving. 'Cause you'll play some good shows, you'll play some bad shows, you'll play mm. some okay shows. But it's all logistically sort of, you know, you've got your mm. your route and sometimes you pass through some places that you probably won't want to yeah, pass yeah. through. Yeah, I mean you're gonna you're
1: gonna you're gonna take you're on higher risk driving. places like on the tour just to kind of like fill yeah. the route.
0: But yeah, when you are literally driving for three hours to do that, you're just like, What on like mm. why? Why did That's I do it? that? And you get home at four in the morning. <sighs> And it's just like I've got to go to work in the morning. I've got to go to work. Yeah, in four hours. I mean that's
1: that's the thing we were all doing. We were all we were all pretty much full time employed um, for the most part. Yeah. So it, it was literally like that. You're getting home at like four in the morning, two in the morning, and it's like man, uh-huh. like it's, it just feels like a wasted trip. But I think with a tour, it's more. Yeah. I think with a tour, you can kind of forgive it more because it's. Yeah, I think that kind of puts you out there a bit more. I mean, the odd show here and there, and just like this pub that yeah. you're playing in the Skittle Alley kind of thing. Um yeah. Which to be fair, we've played plenty of those and they've been great, but there's some of them where you're just like the payoff for doing that as opposed to doing on a tour and having more yeah. going on with it is is yeah. lesser.
0: Definitely. I think you've got to weigh it up first though, because otherwise it just seems like you're a bit of a yes man and you're mm. just blindly accepting everything mm, that comes away. Sure. And eventually, you know, with any business, with any opportunity, any sort of entrepreneurship mm. like that. You're going to get burnt, unfortunately, because people will take yeah, advantage Yeah, for sure. For sure, you.
1: it happens all the time.
0: Yeah. Words to the wise, people. We we know <laughs> what we're talking about. Yeah, we
1: have we have some worldly experience.
0: Uh, yeah, so I want to move on to your your base. So, how long have you actually played, played
1: this? It? Well, I first picked it up when I was when I was sixteen. A guy who I was at college with at the time um, was just selling one. He, he was just I like, don't play anymore i'll give it to you for 20 quid and it's, it's got like a little combo amp and stuff i was like oh that's pretty cool so i, I bought it off and, and basically just didn't touch it i just didn't touch it for like a year maybe even two years so i probably didn't properly start playing until like 18 19 and it was just a matter of being like oh like i should probably make use of this and i just opened up my laptop and was like i'm gonna try and learn this song and the first song i, I picked was hysteria by muse i was like that sounds rad. I want to be rad. I'm going to try and learn that and had a pretty harsh reality check <laughs> like <laughs> what I had to do to like get up yeah. to that standard. So I was like, okay, I'll it back a bit. Yeah. And I think the first song I ever learned was Hashpipe by Weezer. It was just a, just a simple bass okay. line. It was nice and easy and kind of just got me into like, okay, like this is the, this is how I kind of put a rhythm together and like measure out parts and stuff. Cause I've like, I've, I've never learned music theory not to like a massive degree. I just go by feel and just like yeah. by ear. Um, and it's it's done me well for the time being. But I think I seriously yeah. started to like get into it then. And then you're like, okay, I'm starting to play these songs and they're sounding good and then you start to look at gear and buying more gear and you start to play more songs so it just snowballs and evolves into like and evolves into into more. Yeah. And I think I was uh I was a bedroom player. Like literally didn't didn't play any shows for I can't remember how old it was. It must have been about 2021 20, until a guy I was working, I was working just like a, a McDonald's job at the time in between college and stuff and a guy I went to, um, I worked with called Mike, Mikey um, he was a guitarist in what is now Pedisian um, he's now left um, but he was like hey we're looking for a bassist I know you play bass, do you want to try out and I was like yeah sure, like I've never played any metal let alone like death metal like it was completely foreign to me but someone could have come up to me and said like, hey, do you want to like join a Jackson 5 cover band or like a Red Hot Chili Peppers thing? Yeah. I would have been like, yeah, fuck yeah. Like it's, it's a chance to play like live yeah. and like, you know, play with people. Um, so I went along and they didn't think I was a, a complete idiot and took me on. And um, yeah, I've, I've pretty much solidly been playing with them ever since. I did dip in into um, other bands with um, other people, but they were just like, Flash in the pan type things. They were like a nice idea at the time. I don't think the commitment was quite there, but Butizun has been the kind of the staple literally since then, all the way up until what I'm now like I'm thirty. Um So it's been yeah. it's been going long enough. Yeah. But it's been it's not been the smoothest uh the, the smoothest route. It's no. always been kind of ins and outs with members and stuff. And yeah, it's it's but it's been fun. I wouldn't I wouldn't have traded it. It's it's definitely. Helped my confidence and stuff a hell of a lot, like putting myself on stage and in front of people,
0: yeah, yeah, and showing them skill mm. as well. Yeah. Um, saying, you know, this is what I'm mm. up to.
1: Uh, if you like it, is a CD. If you don't like it, yeah, yeah sorry, sorry for assaulting <laughs> your ears for the past like half an hour set, but yeah, no, it's good. We, we're 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 yeah. pretty well received for the most part. We we try to put ourselves in front of audiences that are going to be receptive to to our yeah. our brand of our brand of music, and yeah. for the most part, it goes down. I mean, we, we've played like we, again, it's like going back to those gigs that we were trying to be like, okay, we'll have to moderate these. We were being put on shows where people maybe didn't know us. Quite well enough, and we were on with yeah. kind of like poppy, poppy rock bands, and you know, little yeah. like softer yeah. things and stuff. And then we'd come on, and I mean, I mean, it's great for uh, contrast. I mean, we tore the place like a new asshole, like in comparison to to the, the like the volume and heaviness. But at the same time, you run the risk of yeah. like alien alienating this audience that are just like, oh, okay, like you know, I wasn't expecting this kind of thing, but yeah, but yeah, it is. We we do generally get quite well seats, I think. Yeah, I
0: think death metal definitely has its uh, intended mm. audience and then you get people that just get Yeah, for sure, for it.
1: sure. I think there's there's luckily there is, yeah. uh, it, it did definitely take a dip for a long time, but it seems to be making somewhat yeah. of a comeback. Um, obviously, good old COVID and stuff, like throwing a spanner in the works and people were doing like socially distanced gigs. Yeah. But, but yeah, it, it was starting to make a bit mm. of a comeback, which was nice yeah. for us.
0: Yeah. No, it's nice to um get back on the horse and remember how yeah, to play in
1: front
0: yeah. of people. I mean a lot of bands at the moment yeah, are just I mean, that's, we've, we've
1: used the time to we've got pretty much an album's worth of material, demos, all all bar vocals, really. Um yeah, cool. so which, which is good. really decent. So we're using this time to kind of just hash out the finer details and stuff and uh, yeah. like me and Adam, our guitarist, he's he's been doing double duties with guitar and vocals for the past of well since we released the last album since we released Evocation, um and we decided obviously being a smaller unit and it's just being a three-piece now that we're going to share the vocal duties more evenly so i should feature much more heavily on the new stuff as well as adam so it'll hopefully add like yeah. a bit more texture and like range and stuff to it and just make it a bit more interesting
0: definitely mm. that's really cool yeah if you um you want to after this, um, just send me like a blurb of all your links and I'll put it in the cool, thank you. Yeah, description. We'll yeah, if you've got an album out and all that sort of stuff, then that's obviously, hopefully, you know, I've not really got like a Joe Rogan <laughs> yeah, yeah. audience. But a few people listen. I'm I'm on a 60 to 65 oh, to yeah, podcast yeah, that's that I've done cool. so far. You're my fourth guest. So I think people are obviously bored. <laughs> in lockdown and that you know they've uh they've listened to all the yeah. decent podcasts, so they've uh oh, man. I can see us. why. Like I've
1: I've I'm addicted to podcasts now and like I've got not got enough yeah. hours in the day to listen to yeah. all the ones I want to listen to.
0: It's an interesting um thing. It's not mm. a new thing at all. It's oh, I can't even remember, like I think I'll just use mm. Joe Rogan as an example. I think he started doing podcasting wow, about 11 lot. years ago. Yeah, and there was um, a few videos that I've watched on his channel because you can set it to right. the oldest first. And he's got the laptop instead of his uh, guy, oh, Jamie. Right, okay. um, and yeah, it's like really sort of grassroots... Mm. You know, he wasn't even really that much of a public and now he is. Figure, like, I mean, he, he had never... Kanye
1: on one of his recent ones. Like, have you listened yeah. to that one? Oh, it's, 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 it's completely agree. changed my perspective on what I thought Kanye yeah. was in, like, the kind of media picture that you get fed. Like, he is, he's definitely, like, kind of an eccentric, yeah. but, like, some of the stuff he's saying, obviously, yeah. once you, you process it how you need to, it's just, it's pretty... It's pretty switched on interesting what he's trying to achieve, for sure.
0: The thing that got me at the end of that podcast is um, he talks Mm. about running for president, which is probably a bit of a meme, really. Let's be honest. I'd be absolutely on board if he did become president. Obviously, like I said earlier, it's not really me that gets Mm. affected by this too much because I live in the UK. But um, he took like five minutes to answer one of the military questions that Joe Rogan gave him, which was like, you know, what if you had to attack Al-Qaeda yeah. or something like that? And you could tell that he was like genuinely mm. really thinking about it. And it wasn't just a sort of chance to get a soundbite saying, yeah, you know, yeah, kill yeah, them sure. all or, or I don't know, I'm, I'm a peaceful person sort of thing. He, he mm. genuinely really thought about it. And he wanted to sort of go with what his advisors mm. and the generals would at that time, you know, if there was any casualties that could yeah, for sure, I think like
1: what that. a lot of people may may conceive of him is he just like he just blurts the stuff out and just like he just spouts off these yeah. crazy things, but I think he's he's way more yeah. calculated than than people yeah. would think, like if anyone has any doubts yeah. on kanye all has like a preconceived notion of what he is i highly recommend you check out that joe Rogan podcast i know i'm plugging someone else's podcast on your podcast yeah. it's blasphemy but no, it's, like cool, it's really it's it's quite a like as a, a human study i think it's quite interesting
0: yeah yeah i think joe um was probably one of the only people on the planet that can mm. get him mm. on his podcast as well so it's three hours long. It's pretty much Kanye talking. Oh yeah, he doesn't. He doesn't give Joe there. much
1: like much speaking yeah. room. But at the same time, it's not a. I don't. It's not a hard right. lesson. Like you're like captivated by it.
0: No. But I do respect Joe for allowing him to have his little. You know, there wasn't really mm. much of a fight for the mic. There wasn't much of a. Can I just quit? No. You know, let the guy talk. Yeah. You wanted him on your show. Not your show. You know, it's obviously not very easy to get someone yeah. of that caliber on your show. Um, so I really like the whole variety thing that he's started. I think that's oh, that's really brilliant. Where yeah, yeah, for
1: this. sure. It's um, it's um,
0: not knowing who's gonna be next. It's not just one genre of you know. Let's talk about World of Warcraft. <laughs> yeah,
1: which something art. can work like for yeah. some people, but I I like the idea that like the next episode might be someone who's like um. Someone who just studies humans in general, and then you'll get like Miley Cyrus come on, and then you'll yeah. get like a, an esteemed writer or yeah. something or a comedian come on. It's like the range is so, yeah. so vast and eclectic. It's just it's really interesting, but he handles yeah. all of them really well. Um, it's it's a brilliant it's it a does. brilliant thing to kind of work off of. He
0: he talks to them like human beings. I think that's that's why he gets what he yeah. Pan out. Of yeah, there's no of there's
1: actually. no egos there. I don't think.
0: No, there are a few people that he obviously wants to talk to mm. David Blaine, for example, about the magic, and he wants to talk about mm. all the crazy stunts he's done. But you can also break out of that, and you can uh, just talk about... Yeah, literally, it can boil
1: down to something as simple as that, yeah.
0: No. Um. Yeah, I think he's a really interesting person. I'll email him after <laughs> this and see if I can <laughs> pop up. Hey,
1: you never know, stranger things have happened. Yeah.
0: yeah. Maybe one day. But yeah, um, speaking of food, actually, let's uh, let's wrap this up with oh, what's your favourite no. meal
1: deal? I, don't, I knew this was coming. This um, I, I flip, I flip between like sandwiches and wraps, like you know, like there were some, okay. there were some pretty decent wraps, but it's mood dependent. If I'm feeling wrap, then we're going to go with the the southern fried chicken wrap, which like if they do a triple, nice. brilliant. If they do a double, I'm happy with that. That's absolutely fine. And some kind like i'd like yeah. to go for like the premium parts of the meal deal like what would ordinarily be pushing it price yeah. wise but they've just snuck it in the meal deal so like a smoothie or something so kind of like an innocent smoothie or something like That's that fun. one of their protein ones is is pretty decent and then probably just balance out with some fruit like trying to be trying to be quite healthy like if they've got like a pineapple thing or some melon you know and if it's if we're going okay. sandwich then just like just standard chicken, the sweet corn is pretty, you know, it's pretty bog standard, but it's it's you know, you can't go wrong with it. Yeah, it's a workhorse. It does it. <laughs> so, are we talking oh, Tesco think, at this point? Ooh, ooh. I mean, the <laughs> yeah. seven fried chicken wraps, in my opinion, pretty much. I've have sampled many. I think yeah. they're all all much much a likeness. Um, but the sandwiches, yeah, mm. I think the the chicken, the sweet corn Tesco's is pretty. It's pretty decent. Oh, co-op's good as well. So, um, yeah. Co-op's good. Yeah, You've got the true. chicken poppers. I think, I think co-op's meal deals oh, are underrated. Uh, Chick- mm.
0: Chicken satay's good. I like Sainsbury's. Yeah,
1: the Sainsbury's is good. They're pricey. And some of them don't run the meal deals. They've got all the stuff there, but they don't do them as the deal. Yeah, no, I've seen it. I've witnessed what? it. I've gone in thinking, oh, I've got like three, four pounds spent. That'd be brilliant. And then none of them total up to a meal deal. No, no. This was Is this was one of my like th- where I'm living at the moment, um, in in Sherborne and oh, right. like sh- yes, yeah, Sherborne, darling, upper class. Nice. Um, I'll uh, make a note to not come to Avoid at all costs. It's, um, yeah, the Sainsbury's there. It's uh, yeah, they don't do the meal deal. It's a, it's a big no. It's gone down in the estimations. No, absolutely They're not. What about you? What's yours? You probably discussed this already.
0: Yeah, I don't mind talking about it, mate. It's all good. Um, Mm. Wraps, I'm the same as you. Uh, I either go for um, chicken Caesar, chicken and bacon Caesar, or I go for southern fried chicken. Um, And occasionally, this is proper out there, right? Mm. Mm. Doritos, blue Doritos, and sometimes, if I'm feeling a bit sassy, a bit saucy, you know, I like to put Doritos yeah, the Doritos
1: in the I'm totally down with that. Like it's the text, isn't it? It's not for flavour though. What, it's what for texture. Do? It's for that crunch, that bit of bite. Yeah. Yeah, that crunch. Right? That no, crunch. I'm, I'm fully on board with that. I did that the other night. Like, I had some leftover stuff. I was like, I'm going to put this in a wrap. And I had like half a bag of blue Doritos. I literally yeah. just crushed them up and just sprinkled them on, just for a bit of crunch. I yes. Feel you. My uh, mm.
0: my favourite sandwich is chicken and bacon, uh, chicken mm. bacon lettuce, sorry, CBL, whatever it is. BLC. I think I've referred to it as BLC before. Um, I do like the chicken mm. and stuffing one. Um, some of it's a bit stodgy though. Like it's sort of
1: tuna pastry. I would prefer those over the ones where you bite into it and it's literally like a cube of chicken that is just like a piece of rubber. Give me like yeah. the pasty ones any day over one of those yeah. ones. They are like not my friend.
0: <laughs> and I've made a bit of a switch lately. Uh, I used to drink green monster like I was possessed. Ooh, now I drink okay. like
1: monster. still sticking with a monster, but just a um, little bit healthier.
0: Yeah, it's like uh saying you've stopped smoking and then sort of making your own. It's 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 complete, you know. We've all got off, our voices it's the okay. Really. There's
1: no judgment here. That's it.
0: That's, That's it. It's a placebo, isn't it? You think that you're. You think that you're uh, getting out of it, but you're actually just getting deeper and deeper within it. Um, occasionally, I'll have a... Oh, okay. you go to zero. the
1: zero energy drinks.
0: I do, I, do, yeah, I do care I about my body completely a destroy bit, it. You know. Not enough. No, that's it. it like, the, the longer I'm this alive, the more it feels I can have. You've got a
1: point. You've got to... Yeah, that's it, that's drag it, for, it out sure, a bit. for sure. What about the what about the side, though? What about the add-on? Yeah, if it's I'm... not Blue Doritos, like, it's, or it's Blue Doritos, it's just the go-to. Nice. It's got to be I a right, drop, not it? Going with a wrap and then it's some more meat wrapped, but this time in pastry.
0: Anything wrapped in anything I'm eating. Apart from sushi. Oh. Sushi is not right, people. I, I don't no,
1: know what's going
0: on with that.
1: i got to disagree, yeah. I've, you disagree i've I've eaten it like tr- like i've not i didn't like the idea of it like you know food's got to be cooked you know that's my that's my thing all in some yeah. way shape or form prepared not just like raw essentials put together yeah but um i tried it and really enjoyed it i had to have it with like i had one that had like a little soy sauce thing with it i think it was soy sauce and it was yeah you've got to dip it in okay. that it was brilliant yeah. um and i've had it before and without like the soy sauce and just okay. been like yeah, it's not quite the same but no, I, like I take it, it is nice.
0: Yeah, Have I should try it, it to be honest before yeah. I judge it. No, I like, I can't deal with that. Sam, like three pound on a meal deal and two pound fifty of it, I don't like. Like I I can't risk that. Take the jump. Next I time I you get
1: a meal deal, take the jump. Like... Give it give it a bash. <sighs>
0: oh, All right. Okay. If uh, anyone wants to send, don't <laughs> it get like sushi sent
1: in the post. It's, it's going to be the worst. <laughs>
0: not Not yet yeah right um no not quite there yet so um cool i think that's it really i will um quickly mention that if you are after a meal deal i i appreciate the profit margin thing that sam's discussed with like you know literally trying to bankrupt tesco and sainsbury's but i think at the moment right now i think we need to help our economy once once Vaccine, and once COVID's all said and done, which is probably going to yep. be in like 2040 at this rate, go for your your Red Bulls that are 2.95 <sighs> by themselves. Go go for the big hitters, you know. But I think right now we need to tone it down a bit on the meal deals. Like I like an innocent smoothie as much as the next guy, but
1: I feel you. Know, you. I, I feel you. You kind of you're giving back a little bit. You're trying to keep things ticking over.
0: Yeah, no, pay it forward that. and all that, you know. I'm just trying to get... To <laughs> Even if i a monster,
1: you'll be fine.
0: Oh,
1: If you, never if you ever do, so you just, just like throw a few mango locos off. my way, that would be much yeah. appreciated. Oh, man, I'm I'm yeah. a slut for a mango loco. That's cool. Pipeline pipe pipe Punch is number punch two. Well, that is decent. It tastes like, effectively, like a kind of lemonade like like cotton candy, kind of candy floss... In your
0: mouth, it's, oh, it's yeah. brilliant. Yeah, it does, yeah. Mm. Yeah, you can't really get Pipeline Punch in a four-pack, though, which is a big problem for me, because I like to uh drink when, when I'm driving. I mm. drink a can of Monster. When I'm at work, I go through a can of Monster. So, one can, but like me and coffee. You know, really I've like started on coffee,
1: and it's been a slippery slope into a stronger, darker, oh, right. more... More horrible coffee. Yeah. And now it's just, it just, it just follows me everywhere. It just doesn't, Perfect. it just doesn't touch the sides anymore. You still haven't
0: tried coffee. I've only, just man, turned I've, I've only
1: just turned 30 and just gone on and, it, and I've, I've been working yeah. in jobs where it's like, oh, do you want a cup of coffee? Do you want a cup of coffee? Yeah. Everyone drinks coffee and I've only just caved. Yeah. Mm. No, I, I just like hot pack. chocolate too much. A bit, a bit of coffee in there. You still got the chocolate yeah. in there, you know.
0: This is like gateway. All the cool kids are drinking, man. It, man.
1: Like you, you can't get on it.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah. A lot of fuss about mm. coffee. Yeah, it's, it's got to be for a reason. But it will yeah.
1: make you poo. Oh, like brace yourself. You you'll have that morning. You will have that morning coffee, and as soon as it touches your lips, you're like, oh, okay, yeah. there it is. Oh yeah.
0: There we go. Nice. Right. So, is there anything else? We want um, to Oh no, talk it's, about, it's, I'm, I'm good.
1: It's been a, it's been a pleasure. Thank you for having me on and everything. It's been nice to yeah. be featured on a podcast. I'm, I'm a fan of podcasts myself, so to kind of be on one is surreal. So, thank you. Yeah, that's
0: all right. No worries. We'll, uh, we'll do another one at some point. We might um, get some people on and we'll chat some video games. It's uh, Destiny. Lore. Oh man, Sounds I'll like get
1: books, I need so I'll, to know It'll about. be like Destiny Law Tales, and I'll, I'll do it in like a soft spoken. Yeah. ASMR. It'd be like bedtime stories. Oh, my God.
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Nice. Thank you very
0: much. Cheers, Sam. And you. Have a good one. And I'll um speak to Fuzzy on Sunday, everyone. Um Yeah, I'm really enjoying doing the podcast. I'm just trying to keep consistent. So uh thanks for everyone that's listened at this point. And uh, please share and follow and do all that stuff on Spotify that you all do. And Have a great weekend. Cheers, guys.